Welcome back to the Chicago Tomahawk. I'm Mike and I got Matt with me. And uh, today we're going to go over the Pacific Division in the Western Conference. Next next week we'll start on the Eastern Conference. And um, got a little bit of, uh, actually, Matt, do you have any Blackhawks news today? I haven't heard anything, man. It's Nothing. been pretty slow. Yeah, pretty slow. In, in in a way, it's kind of a good thing because a lot of news that we have been getting hasn't been very good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's been it's been a slow summer for the Hawks and might be the same next summer too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't see them doing too much in the uh in the in next year's summertime. Um you know, you had a really interesting conversation on Twitter about will Steven Stamkos make it to the Hall of Fame? Now I as of right now I think that he could he could make it, you know, with the stats that he has. 972 points, he's got two cups. Um but he doesn't have any uh, he doesn't have any gold medals, man. <laughs> uh well, if you look at his numbers, he's got better numbers than some of the guys that are in the Hall of Fame the last couple seasons, which yeah. makes me jump over to Jeremy Roenick again. How is yeah. this guy not in the Hall of Fame? It's yeah. just it's just a joke. Yeah, I was actually going to say the same thing, but um, you know, some guys, their numbers might not be as good, but they have a couple gold medals and a couple Stanley Cups. You know, that kind of trumps trumps the numbers yeah. thing a little bit. Well, the Olympics, they dropped out. I I guarantee you, he would have been on the squad right. if it wasn't for that uh, the whole COVID thing and everything. But yeah, I don't think it's going to matter. But getting back to back cups, and you know what he. Very, he could have got three in a row. It would have been awesome, but uh, I, he's definitely a Hall of Famer in my in my eyes. I think he's going to get five hundred this year. Uh, he's probably going to hit a thousand points soon. So I mean, that's almost like a guarantee. It makes you know it though. Is it a guarantee? A thousand points is? Do you think that's the line I, to make it in? Well, I guess not. When I when I just go back to Ronick, he hit five hundred <laughs> goals. He hit a thousand points, but. I think Stamkos got the Canadian thing going on for him. Ronick doesn't have that, so maybe I'll just stick with what Jr. says. Yeah, it's really interesting. You know, Pavel Bure, what were his career statistics? You know, let me look that up really quick because he's in the Hall of Fame. The Russian Rocket. Yeah, I. Uh, he was just you know one of a kind. I mean, like yeah, when guys was. stand out like that, like Denny Savard, he kind of was you know the the Spinorama man, and you know like he was. He was known for that, and the Russian Rocket was known for just absolute just speed, you know, down the boards and cut over to the middle and just burning goalies. So yeah, I think that's why he's and he's one of a kind. Multiple sixty goal seasons, um, but man, you know, let let me read these to you. Games played, seven hundred and two. Goals, four hundred and thirty seven. Assist, three hundred forty two points. Very good, yeah. seven hundred seventy nine. You know, very good numbers. It's like Lindros. Lindros uh, has very good numbers in games played, but yeah, yeah, but that's true. It's not. He never won a Stanley Cup. I yeah. think he was very close to what was that when he was with Vancouver against the Rangers that year. I think it was '94. Yeah, but uh, then he went to Florida, I believe. Right, the Panthers. Did yeah. he make it? He made it to the final again, right, against the Avalanche. Oh, I don't. I don't know if he was on that squad. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm not sure. He had one eighty-two game season with Florida, though. He had a fifty-eight. He had back-to-back fifty-eight, fifty-nine goal seasons there. No doubt about it. He was very, very good, and 
but you know, there's still players that are very good that don't get in. So it just yeah. makes you wonder. But Stamkos is a is a shoe in for me for sure. Yeah, yeah, d- definitely. You know, looking at Bray's numbers, it's another one where I wonder where, you know, where um, Jeremy Roenick, why he's not in. It's too bad. Just, just his mouth. Is Alex, <laughs> is Alexander Mogilny in the in this in the Hall of Fame? He is not, but he is usually in the same sentence when Jeremy Roenick is uh, not in. They always bring up Mogilny too. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know why he's not in it, to be honest with you. 990 games played, 1,032 points, you know, 473 goals. That's that's the same as uh, Pavel Beret. Very and, good. He must have done something that we don't know about. Yeah. He's KGB, maybe. Who knows? <laughs> fifth, dude, he was drafted in Buffalo, 1988, fifth yep. round. Yep. The gems come out of the later rounds, like Jeez. I've always said. Even, uh, you know, Zetterberg, Datsuk. Do you think Pavel Datsuk is a Hall of Famer? No. See, the rest of the NHL would light their torches right now and burn your house down for saying that. Because oh. I, I kind of agree with you. I mean, the guy is is spectacular puck handling. Yeah. Put him in a phone booth, he will dangle everybody. But thing he's is, he's a he, great he, two-way center. Yeah, a selkie guy. Yeah, that's good. It's very good, but how many? What was his career high in goals? Twenty-five, thirty. Uh, uh, hold on a second. I'm I'm pulling it up right now. This should be interesting because I looked at his stats once and I was actually pretty surprised. They're um, low. They're not that high. Wow, nine hundred and fifty-three games, three hundred and fourteen goals, six hundred and four assists. Um, okay. Yeah, it's. I mean, he's got assists, man, but yeah. Definitely, definitely a very, very skilled player. No, dude. I mean, his his goal high is 32. 30, okay, so I was kind of close. I said 25. Right. That, that's good for a, yeah. you know, second line center, maybe? Second line center, maybe maybe a shutdown center, because he was very good at it. He could, he could play both. He yeah. could do both roles. I guess that's good, but... Stevie Y scored 600, and he still did both. Right. So that's just the difference for me. But, you I know, mean, I'm sure he's going to get the call to be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. I'm sure he will very soon. Even Hedrick Zetterberg, I think he'll get in, too. Yeah, I think I he will, too. I don't think he's that good. I think he, he's he's a good player, but I don't think he's good enough for Hall of Fame, though. Yeah. Um, I'm just looking at some of these numbers, man. 31 goals, 32, 27, 23, 19, 15, That's 17, an average goal score. 26, 16. That was the last uh, 10 years of his career. So you could put Patrick Sharp in the Hall of Fame if you put Pavel Datsuk in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Why not Sharpie? Sharpie's, uh, well, they both have three cups, don't they? Three cups. Sharpie, I believe he scored more 30-goal seasons, I can almost guarantee, than Datsuk. Yeah, Datsuk had three. I think Sharpie was good for 30 for the last couple seasons with the Hawks. I mean, that's... I mean, I don't know how... I don't know how they choose this, man. It's it's really weird. I, I think... They bring up a player, they bring up players and they get passed by and then they get forgotten. Like, I, I mean, I hate to go jump over to baseball, but it's like Ron Santo, you know? I mean, yeah. that, that guy was awesome. The guy was awesome. And it, it, the guy died. He couldn't even see himself getting in the Hall of Fame. It's a joke. Yeah. And I, I hope that doesn't happen to JR because I think it means a lot. It would mean a lot to him to get in. And I think he really deserves it. Yeah, I think it would too. That, that Stanley Cup. Wow. He didn't get that cup. I don't know, man. I don't. I don't know about Sharp making the Hall of Fame. Um, well, I don't think. Yeah, I'm just saying. If you're gonna 
consider Datsuk. Why well, not Sharp? Sharp, 939 games, 287 goals, 333 assists. I thought he scored more goals than that. Well, he, he fell One, off a little two, three, bit. Four. Yeah, he had more 30-goal seasons than Datsuk did. But, uh-huh. um... You know, I'm just saying, like, you know what's going to happen because people love the 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 shootout moves and all. I mean, but that, come on, it doesn't make you a Hall of Fame type of player. He's very, very good, very skilled, fun to watch. Kaner, I think I would rather have Kaner than Dotsuk. Oh, yeah. No, no doubt about it. You're going to get more points. Yes, the defensive is not as good, but his offense can overshadow that. I'd rather have Taves than Dotsuk. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I'd rather have Taves too. I mean, I wish Taves was healthy his whole career. I think he would. I think he would have had a. You know, I think he would have had better numbers. But. I mean, if you compare primes to primes, I would rather have. I would rather. Oh, have, yeah. I would rather have Taves. Taves, even a healthy Ryan Kessler, I think I'd rather have than Pavel Datsuk. And I hate oh, Ryan yeah. Kessler. And I hate him. Yeah, me too. Let me look up uh, Zetterberg really quick. Oh boy, because I'm curious. Well, the only thing I liked about Zetterberg is that beard. He had a very good oh, playoff was, beard. Yeah. Very good. It's got that uh, Jake Gyllenhaal just, thing going on. Just, just look good. Thousand, man. thousand eighty-two games, three hundred and thirty-seven goals, six hundred and twenty-three assists. Nope. Wow. No way. No way is that Hall One, of Fame. He had a forty-three goal season in two thousand seven and eight. Um. Uh, he got like oh, a 12-year wow. deal. So listen, Remember that? Yeah, he did. So check this out. So in the beginning of his career, he had 22 goals, 15. Then he broke out in 2005, 2006 with 39. And then 33, 2007, 2008, uh, 43, 2008, 2009, 31. They won the Stanley Cup that year. And then in 2009, 2010, that's where it all changes 23 24 22 11 16 17 13 17 11 and those last three seasons he fell 13 17 11 he played 82 games each season well that's impressive but he fell hard he fell hard and then the the wings once nick lindstrom was gone that was it yeah and that was it for them yeah all right, cool. So let's go over the Pacific Division, man. That was fun. Yeah. I kind of kind of brought that up out of nowhere, but uh, but that was a good time. But you know what, man? Actually, this is a good time to hear from our sponsor. All right, hockey fans. Now I know that not just me, but a lot of people that are hockey fans also watch football. So the first Sunday of the NFL season is here at DraftKings at Casino Queen Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL is giving new customers a can't-miss offer to celebrate the return of the NFL season. Right now, new customers can bet just $5 and get $200 in free bets instantly. And as an added bonus for week one, everyone can experience the thrill of DraftKings' early win promotion. It's simple. Bet on an NFL team to win. If your team leads by 10 at any point during the game, you get paid instantly, even if your team loses. Now, Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code SHYTOMAHAWK to get $200 in free bets instantly when you place a $5 bet this Sunday. That's code SHYTOMAHAWK only at DraftKings at Casino Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. All right, Matt. 
let's hit that uh, Pacific Division, man. Uh, let's start off with the Flames. You know, this has probably been the team that we've talked the most about this offseason, uh, other than the Blackhawks. Um, Kadri, Huberdo, looking to make, uh, trying to fill some big shoes that are being left there by Matthew Kachuk and Johnny Goudreau. Um, you know, it's kind of similar players, but I wonder what's going to happen with these guys, how they're going to fit in, how they're going to gel with the rest of the team. Last year, they had 50 wins and 21 losses. What do you think? Where do you think they're going to be at this year? Well, right now I'm just looking at the goals for and goals against. The differential was plus 85. Wow. So you're taking away 40 goals. Actually, I'm sorry, 80 goals from their two guys. And then you add in Kadri. What do you think? I think Kadri will maybe get like 25. Huberto, another 25. 50. So the, we'll put him at 250. So that puts so him at the they're eliminated. Yes. Yeah, so they're still going to be looking for 40 goals. So, uh, what's his name? Markstrom, very good goaltender. The best goaltending in the division. 200. Um, well, the goaltending tandem, but, you know, majority was Markstrom. Sure. 208 goals against. That was the best, I think, by at least 30 in their division. So he did very well. They're going to need him to have an even better season this year because the goals against is going to be down. For me, I still think the Flames are going to be a playoff team, probably in the third spot, maybe hanging on for the first wild card, but I don't think they're going to win the division again. Hmm. You know, really interesting, man, because Markstrom's a, I think that he's a very underrated goalie, but I don't know if he can really take that kind of a workload. Well, I think when they got the, when they let Kachuk go, I think getting Weaver, that good defenseman that they got in the package, I think they're trying to prevent more goals. If you're like an analytics guy, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm not one, but I'm kind of being one right now. Maybe they're hoping that he can help prevent more goals and maybe create more goals. But yes, you're you're correct. He's very probably one of the most underrated goalies in the game. Maybe Jake Ottinger at number two, but he's got to have a great season. And Daryl Sutter's got to keep these guys on the same page. Yeah, man. Um, you know this team, dude. I it's just so surprising because last year was their year to take the next step. And um, they did. They took a really big step. And here, here they are, you know, kind of like taking three steps backwards. What, yeah. What, you know, what, what do you think that they can do to kind of, you know, m- m- just take that shock away from having these two really good players gone? Yeah, they just need to, man, they got to stick with their game plan. Stay, stay the course with Daryl Sutter and... You know they they lost two leaders. That's got to be tough. Yeah. So they need they need someone to rally the troops. And right now, I mean, who do you? They don't even they they haven't had a captain since uh, Giordano, I think. So I mean, it's it's going to be weird not seeing those guys. But if they stay the course, I think that those they're still good good enough to be a playoff team. I don't don't think they're going to win though. Hate well, to tell the guys from Mitts and Twigs, but I, I don't think they're going to get over uh, Connor. Well, here's another doozy. The Edmonton Oilers picked up uh, 
picked yes. up uh, Jack Campbell this offseason. That's huge for them because they needed goaltending bad. They they made it to the Western was the Western Conference Finals on the back of uh, Mike the, Smith. Yeah, yeah, and the, Mike Smith. We got uh, Connor McDavid and uh, Leon Dreisaitl, man. And they practically willed their way there. They got blown out from that point forward. But I think that some defense and some good goaltending could have helped that. But they've got that good goaltending. Ironically, Toronto loses that goaltending that did them so well last year. So um, obviously we'll get Toronto a different day. But I think that's a huge pickup for them. Yeah, I mean, if you're a fantasy player, I'm absolutely drafting Jack Campbell if he's available because this guy, all he's got to do is keep it one less goal than Connor or Connor and Leon's goals. If they score six, keep it down to five, you know, keep it down. And I think he's a very good goalie. He didn't get enough respect in uh, Toronto. And uh, I know we'll get to Toronto another day, but I can't believe they let him go, dude. I cannot believe it, but. Edmonton, good for uh, Kenny Holland because, what, it's been two years. I mean, I feel like every the last two summers, why aren't they getting a goalie? Why does Connor not have a goalie? Yeah. And uh, he finally, finally got one. Maybe he was just being patient and hoping Jack Campbell would hit free agency <laughs> because, you know, the first day he signed, I think, I think it the writing was on the wall. They didn't, uh, Toronto didn't want to keep him. Because I don't even think they could have afforded him. Because they're paying those top three guys crazy money. Yeah. But Connor McDavid's got to be one of the happiest guys this summer because they got <laughs> a really good dude, very likable guy, very good goalie. And, hey, they're close, man. Edmonton was close. They, they, got, throttled by, they got throttled by the Avs in the final. But I think that they're still right there. And I got Edmonton... I got Edmonton winning this division, I think. And I like what they did. They brought Evander Kane back. Say what you want about the guy. He's a complete douchebag, yes, but he could score goals. His numbers are very good, and you know what? I think Connor likes him in the locker room, and it's working out. So I think I got these guys finishing first in the division. Wow. Um, it's not really too surprising when you take a look at the division. We've got the Los Angeles Kings next. I think that they took a step back. Uh, they took a step forward last year. Not sure where this team ends up this year, man. I've kind of got them. Um, I, I think that they might stay right there, right under Edmonton uh, this this coming season. Did they make any big moves this this coming uh, season? They did. I th- I believe they got Kevin Fiala from um, Minnesota, and they signed him long term. And he had a very good season. I think he I think he scored like forty goals this year. So they, they got that guy to fill in the top six. I like their young core. I still think Quick's a good goalie. They got the, I think it's Cal. I'm sorry, I'm not giving him enough respect. I think Cal Peterson is another goalie coming up. But uh, I really like what they've done. I, I'm going to miss not you know seeing Dustin Brown on the, in a Kings jersey. He retired. But uh, Andre Kopitar, still very solid center. Play two ways. You got True Doughty on the back end still. He's still... I guess he's still considered a top 10. Like we, we were talking about last week, we couldn't believe it, but he still is a good defenseman. You got uh, Philip Deneau, who came in last summer to kind of help Andre Kopitar uh, in, on the center ice position. And I, I think they're going to be very good, man. I, I got them probably finishing, 
I think they're going to finish behind Edmonton second, and I believe Calgary will probably take that third spot. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you. Uh, right under them, we've got the Vegas Golden Knights, and I think that's where they're going to finish up possibly next year. Maybe they might be battling out with the Vancouver Canucks in the, uh, in the standings there a little bit. But, uh, you know, Golden Knights, Robin Leonard has, t- has gotten the uh, season-ending injury. He's out all season, um, and they look to, to shave some, some cap there. What's going on with Vegas? Well, yeah, man, I, I'm going to say it again. I think Vegas made the wrong decision letting Flurry go for Leonard. I like, love Robin Leonard, but uh, this is really coming back to bite him, especially him getting hurt now. It's almost like another nail in the coffin. I don't think they're they're going to even make the playoffs this season. I know they got, uh, what's his name, uh, Jack Eichel for a, a full season. But I, you know what? I really wanted to root for this club, but... After seeing how they do business with everything, like they, they'll bring a guy in, they'll sign him for like four years. After a season, it's like they trade him. It's like you're playing NHL on PlayStation <laughs> and you, you get this guy for three seasons and you're like, damn, he make, he's making too much money. I don't want him. And you trade him after a year. I mean, it's just, it's weird to me. I, I know they got rid of Max Pacioretty too. He went to he went to the Hurricanes, I believe. And it's just another guy. Like, why, why would you get rid of that guy? He's really good. Solid so, for them too. I just I don't understand their 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 moves and everything. I don't know what they're gonna. I'm surprised they didn't try to make a trade for a goalie. They're staying with their two young guys, but I I got them actually. They're gonna finish behind Vancouver for me in the maybe right in the middle of the pack, maybe a 500 team if that. Yeah. Moving on to Vancouver, they signed JT Miller to a seven year, fifty six million dollar contract. What do you think of that one, man? I think if you're JT Miller, hell yeah. But <laughs> if you're Vancouver, you got to look at the term. I think he's 30 years old. Oh, man, 37, making $8 million a year. And your young, up-and-coming team, that kind of stings a little bit. But, hey, I, I love the guy. I think he's a good player. I think he's the last couple seasons. He's had 20 goals almost every year. Uh, I think this year he had 39, I want to say, or 40. But uh, he's like the ultimate leader. They really like him. I know Bruce Boudreau was raving about him when he came in. So I'm glad they got a deal done. But uh, for me, Thatcher Demko is the difference maker. Very good, young, up-and-coming goalie. Uh, I think if he can have a good season, these guys could probably compete for a wild card because I think the Central is going to be a little weaker. So these guys are right there. I think if they buy into the Bruce Boudreau system... You know, he's, he's had success everywhere he's gone. He, you know, Washington, they were always good. He, I think Minnesota, he was good. And he went to the Ducks. We ran into him all the time in the playoffs. But he's, you know, he never got over that hump. But I think they're, they're going to, I think they'll make a wild card. Second spot, I'm going to say. All right. You know, we've also got Quinn Hughes, who is, will not be holding yes. out this offseason. <laughs> He'll be ready to go right as camp starts. You know, I think that that could be a good thing for them. Yeah, I mean, I forgot about all. I forgot all about him. I didn't give him enough love. He's a very good defenseman. Sorry yeah, about is. that. I just sorry. I'm I'm still bitter about the Vancouver Hawks rivalry from 08 to 2012 or something. I just don't really give a shit. <laughs> to be honest with you. <laughs> all right, so we've got San Jose up. What is going on with this squad, man? Because this is a difficult one. They finally. Uh, uh, I mean, it's you know Tom Wilson's finally gone. 
Dougie. Dougie. Well, Doug Wilson's yeah. finally gone. You know, and, <laughs> don't confuse the yeah, two. <laughs> just you know, he's he was been there forever. You know, this was a long time coming. You know, and they're looking to, you know, to find a new identity and to kind of change this organization a bit. How do you think that San Jose is going to fare this season? Well, they brought in Mike Greer, who was a very respected, uh, kind of a shutdown type of uh, forward. Uh, he's the first black GM in uh, hockey history, which is cool. Congratulations to him. Tough he was guy. always good, always a good player. I really enjoyed him when he played with the Sabres with uh, Chris Drury all those years. But uh, yeah, I think he's going to build his team like how he wants it. So it's probably going to be, I think they're going to be under 500. I think. You know, I I don't think they're going to be last. I think Seattle is still going to be like the worst team, but the Ducks and the uh, Sharks, I, I think they're going to compete for that second to last spot. Wow. The well, I mean, this is the Ducks and the Kraken are left. So between these three squads, you know, who's going to be well, you know, yeah. the bottom feeder? Well, it, it's weird that uh, Brent Burns is, he was traded. He right. was traded to the Hurricanes, and that's something I, you know, I I would I would rather keep him rather than Eric Carlson. But, you know, when a guy's making $13 million a year annually, that's not going to happen. Like, who would want that? Well, they're probably trying to get Brent Burns yeah. a, an opportunity to get a cup. I think he's going to fit in great with Rod Brindamore's system. And I think the Hurricanes fans are going to love this guy. He's got a great personality, and he can score, man. He, he'll score like 20 goals on the back end. That's yeah. huge. That's huge. Where do you got the duck Ducks, you know, because we've got uh, Trevor Zegers. He's on, the, oh, cover the, superstar. Of, he's on yeah. the cover of NHL 23. Um, I don't know. I'm not really a big fan of the guy. But do you think that Anaheim takes a, a step this year? I think Anaheim's going to stay right where they're at, second okay. to last. Uh, yeah, I mean, oh, wow. kids, if you could do uh, if you could do a Michigan move, you're a superstar. But it's it's cool, man, to score goals like that. And you know, he's got a good personality and everything. But I really lost a little bit of respect for him when well, remember that little scrap that was going on yeah. last year with Jay Beagle. I think that yeah. they were they were kind of embarrassing. Uh, you know, the Coyotes, like, come on, where you're running up the score and you're pulling moves like that. Yeah, I don't think Jay Beagle should have went like the Punisher on him, but <laughs> on uh, Troy Terry. Yeah. But still, I mean, if you're going to throw some shots at a guy, I mean, what do you want the guy to do? Just take it? He, you know. Yeah. And then it, the, the post game thing pissed me off a little bit, like calling Troy Terry a superstar. Come right. on, dude. Come on, dude. He, he's good, but he's not a superstar. Just because your teammate got hit, he went after the wrong dude. That's yeah. like me hitting Bob Probert. Like, <laughs> what's your problem, dude, and not expecting to get hit? You're going to get clobbered, and that's yeah. what happened. So I think he he's kind of talking like he's Cindy Crosby a little bit, like he's an ambassador of the game. Oh, yeah, you can't be doing that kind of stuff. And right. I, I don't think you're there yet. There, that's why bud. I don't like him. <laughs> so, yeah, I, th I don't think you're there yet. He was like, what did he say? He's like, you can't be going after uh, you can't be going after a 30-goal scorer like that. You know. So yeah. it's, it's almost as if since, since you score goals – you're you're above reproach that nobody can come in and police you. You can go off and do whatever you want, you know. Well, and that's not the case. That's the problem with these new kids, man. I mean, they they think like, oh yeah, I'm I'm good. I don't I don't have to play physical. I don't I don't I'm never gonna take a hit. Like, yeah, you are, man. I mean, that's the game. Yeah. There's there's top bottom six guys. That's their job to get under your skin, wear you down, and prevent you from scoring goals. That's just how it is. And it's like these new guys that come in, they, they don't feel like 
like if they get a little slashed, they're like up in arms and like, oh, he's got to get suspended for that stuff. And like, that's like the the Twitter crowd too. Like, if you criticize like a guy like that, like they're like all over you. It's ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, it's it's hockey, man. It's rough. Yeah, I'm not a fan. Moving on to the Kraken, I'm I'm betting that they're going to finish better than Anaheim this year. Oh, okay. I just think that they're going to take their, that they're you know they got that that inaugural season out of the way. You know the the comparisons to Vegas are over. You know people thinking that yeah, they're yeah. going to come in and they're going to make the playoffs. You know that kind of stuff. It's over, and they have an opportunity to come in and and and, and win win a few more games. I think that they're going to finish higher than the Ducks. I think the Ducks finished last in the Pacific. The only reason I got the Ducks finishing above them is because I think John Gibson is a very good goalie, and he could he could possibly make them better than the Sharks, but he does get hurt a lot. And yeah. the thing with Seattle is they were minus 69 goals differentially last year. Right. And that's brutal. And they brought in a goalie, I think it was Philip Grubauer. He was pretty damn good with the Avalanche. The defense was just bad. It's bad. And I don't know what Ron Francis was thinking on that expansion draft, but there were some damn good players available, and he passed them up, and those players had great seasons this year. I know they're on different teams and everything, but like they overlooked Tarasenko. I think I would have grabbed Tarasenko, to be honest. He had term. Yeah. He was good. He, he wanted out at the time. Right. I just... And then, even with the Hawks, there was... I mean, Dylan Strom is better than that Quinville guy that he they picked up. I just didn't understand it. But I think he was just, he wants to build his team. He's doing it from the bottom. He didn't want to fill in, like, you know, bringing guys with lots of term and high cap hit. But I could see them, I, I think they want to finish last because I think they want to go all in for Connor Bedard. I think he could really, you know, be the franchise player that Seattle is looking for. And I hope we get him. But, you know, that would be a great thing for Seattle, too. Yeah. Well, next week, we're going to be going over the Eastern Conference. We're going to do the Atlantic first. And um, that's pretty much all that we got for tonight, guys. Thank you for listening. We're very, very appreciative. And uh, we're, going to, we're going to keep it coming out. After we're done with, the, um, with, the, with, the, with how we see the conferences are going to break up, we're going to be getting some news in. We've got to be getting some news because camps are going to be getting ready to get started. You know, guys are going to start reporting. Some guys are already in their cities working out, looking to get after it, getting primed for the season. And uh, we're getting ready for uh, for some hockey in, in it in about a month, aren't we? Yeah, about a month, three weeks, I think, hopefully. I mean, a regular season hockey. Oh, yeah. it's. I think it's October-ish. I think early October, right? The well, yeah, fifth, I mean, sixth? a month from now is October 5th. Jesus. <laughs> Time flies, man. Yeah, it does. It does. Well, no, what I'm not looking forward to, where's Patrick Kane going to end up? Where's oh, Patrick I know, Kane going to end up? So, I'm so sick with the Patrick just, Kane. Just um, brace yourself. Patrick Kane's at the airport. Oh, no. You ever hear a vacation or yeah, just going somewhere? Yeah, it's brutal. It's, it's getting ridiculous. All right, everybody. You have a good one. This is the Tomahawk. We're out of here.